Hello and welcome to In The House Sports with Jay and Jay. Hello. It is episode number 15. It's August, baby. Saturday, August 1st, 2020. Welcome. First of August, brand new month. And guess what else is back? NBA, NHL, MLB for now. Next week, it could be completely different. Oh, man, it's a whole other story. But you know what? We're going to get right into it. We have so much topics to discuss. And, you know, more than ever, now that all of the sports are, all these sports are returning. Again, the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, PGA Tour, Formula One, MLS, all this stuff. I'm missing some. WNBA. WNBA, LPGA Tour, PGA Tour Champions, all this stuff. And we are going to get right into it. Dad, I want to ask you first. The NBA is back. It returned a couple days ago. Thursday night, TNT, they had a doubleheader. Um, they had... New Orleans versus Utah, and then they had LA versus LA. Two amazing games and great finishes. But I thought it was very ironic that the player to score the first point, the first two points, was Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Interestingly, he was the first pro athlete uh, within North America to test positive for COVID nineteen back in March, and then he scores the first two points. Like I don't know, it, like that's just crazy. Like yeah, if the game Trivial Pursuit is around. Uh, in 20 years from now or 30 years from now, that would be a question. Who was the player, last player? So who was the first player to score the first? Who scored the points first? And who was the player that ended uh, typically NBA and all professional sports? So anyway, Rudy Gobert, yeah. Anyway, both, Amazing. Those, both those games, yeah, were very exciting. Uh, today, the NHL got started. Uh, in, it's getting started in Edmonton and Toronto, the Eastern Conference in Toronto, the Western Conference in Edmonton. And... Um, uh, the first game, Carolina taking the first game in the Oilers. As of right now, as of recording, they're down 4-1 in the first period. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're, we're crying about that here in Calgary because we love the Oilers. Not. So, uh, not feeling too bad for the Oilers. It's a best of five. I think it's a, it's a great format. And you know what? Something that I thought was really exciting is just seeing on the TV, like, the seeding, 6 versus 11, like, 5 versus 12. It's so cool. They're doing it. It reminds me totally of March Madness. We have all these different seeds, you know, if the Oilers, could you imagine a fifth seed being knocked up by the 12th seed? I know dad's in a hockey pool. He has Patrick Kane, so he wants that upset. But anyway, Flames are playing tonight. Also, we want to have a shout out to all of our American viewers. We saw a little bit of a, of a uptick in American viewers, uh, people in, in California, Washington, Illinois, uh, there was a couple other states as well, but uh, thanks for listening. So again, uh, NBA back. Yeah, sure. Just before we go on, Jacob, just a quick uh, pick, Calgary. Tonight, the Calgary Flames versus the Winnipeg Jets, best of five. What is your prediction? Who will win the series and in how many games? What's it? What comes to your mind? Boom. What do you got? Uh, I got first thing is Calgary losing three straight. Okay. Um, I've, there's been Calgary's had a lot of opportunities in the past, specifically last year to beat. Uh, I think that was last year versus Colorado. They they didn't do it. And uh, I don't know. just don't have a ton of faith in them. I think Winnipeg, they're the higher seed. I don't yeah. That was the first thing that came to my head. Fair enough. I, I like Winnipeg in, in four games. I think maybe uh, Calgary might steal one, maybe even win tonight. But I see Winnipeg winning at their, their goal. Hender Halichuk. Halichuk? Hellebuck? Connor Hellebuck, I think. <laughs> versus Calgary doesn't know who's starting in. Maybe they've decided by now. British versus Talbot. Talbot's got many um, more games experience. But uh, Winnipeg's top two lines offensively overpower Calgary's. And... Monahan, Gudra, and Lindholm, they better show up 
and not get pushed around the ice like they did last year in the playoffs against Colorado. So that is our quick yeah. prediction. Unless you want to go Pittsburgh versus Montreal, one more prediction. Let's maybe move on because we got a lot of stuff to discuss today. I want to talk about ESPN has this Orlando basketball battle challenge, and um, we both did it. We want to discuss some picks that we have. So the first one was who's going to finish with a better record, Lakers, Bucks, Dad. Me and you both picked the Bucks. And yeah, why did well, you pick the Bucks? they had a head start. I think they had four more wins even before the – the return. Uh, so Milwaukee, we don't even know which starters are going to be starting, which ones aren't. Are they actually going to rest some of their starters? There's too much unknown. But if it was with a four-game, uh, I think it was a four-game head start, Milwaukee's not going to give that up. Very simply. Well, yes. The, the record before the restart, Milwaukee at 53 and 12, with the Lakers at 49 yeah. and 14. Yeah. Uh, I think that the Milwaukee Bucks, I picked them. They're stronger. Uh, they have Giannis and Tedekumpo. Nonetheless, the Lakers. Uh, if you just look at their their roster, they have a ton of veterans, a ton of great players, and um, they uh, they're 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 a good team. I think they they, they won the they they won yeah. in their first game, didn't they? Yeah, Le- yeah LeBron, I'm LeBron, blanking. LeBron, LeBron bucket, James bucket with the go ahead bucket to take it take that take the Lakers ahead of the Clippers. Next next thing that we have was who will be the eighth seed in the Western Conference? Of course, the Western Conference. Only eliminated, only had two teams from the Western Conference that didn't go. The teams that you could pick from were the Memphis Grizzlies, the Portland Trailblazers, the New Orleans Pelicans, or any other team. Uh, I picked Portland. Uh, you know, you know, strong, a strong team with with Lillard and McCollum, and now the return of Yusuf Nurkic. And Dad, you have the standings up there. Portland just out of a playoff spot. You picked Memphis. Why did you pick Memphis? Now Portland beat Memphis yesterday. Is that correct? Overtime. That sounds Damian right. Lillard, anyway, uh, why did you pick yeah. Again, they had a two, I think they had a three-and-a-half game uh, head start, Memphis over at Portland. Uh, Jean Morant. Jean Morant. Uh, my man, uh, Valanchune. Uh, I think, they're, just, I think, they're, I think they're, they're a good, strong team. And I think that uh, Portland just uh, – they're three-and-a-half games back. And, and they're uh, not getting a game. But I've they never, could. Yeah, I've never heard him been, been called Valanchune. I yeah, think no, I, yeah. That's what I call. That's him. what he calls him. Dad has his. Yeah, no, I like I like the young Memphis, and if the I think Memphis is a team to reckon with, if not this year, in the coming years to come. hundred percent. Sure. I think John Morant is just what an amazing start he's had. He had an incredible alley oop that was the top play of last night on the NBA top ten count. I think it was number one, or he was featured a couple times. Anyway, and then the last pick I want to discuss, and you're probably going to be surprised what I picked for this, but what do you think the first three games for the New Orleans Pelicans? You had them at two and one. Um, what you, they they lost their first game, yeah. so they need to go two and zero, oh, and they are going to be playing the Clippers and the Grizzlies. So, do you think that you, Dad, you have them beating the Clippers and the Grizzlies? Do you really think that's well, going to happen? My question mark is why New Orleans is playing Zion Williams only fifteen minutes a game. I mean, I just don't. It blows me away. I mean, the only reason why they're doing these expanded playoffs is to get Zion Williams into the next round of the playoffs. The guys uh, barely playing. I don't know. If that's- the guys had months to heal. Months to heal. Get him into the fire and, and play him. It's ridiculous already. It's enough rest. They need to get going. And, yeah. And I think it's I think it's ridiculous. Guess what so, I guess what I had them at. Do you think what, what I record I do you think I had? Go two and one, what do you think I had picked them as? I don't know, 0-3. Correct. Yeah. You know what? I just think that the, you know, that was my record. I got the first one right. I, I wish I had more faith because I really like Zion, but I like a lot of the other I like players from any team. I don't think it's going to be easy versus the Clippers tonight that whatsoever. And then versus the Grizzlies, that one will be close. Anyway. Before we move on, I just want to say yesterday, uh, our man DeMar DeRozan had a great game. San Antonio won. Uh, they, they, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're three and a half games back. Um, but I just want to say that interesting that 
San Antonio has not missed the playoffs since 1997, and that was Popovich, their coach, his first year into the NBA. So they have ma- they've made the playoffs for 23 straight years. They got a hill to climb, but Demar did all he could uh, yesterday. And and great game from him. If you want to see a highlight, something Real, we, I want to really discuss. Well done. Sorry, something I want to discuss really quick is Greg Popovich and Becky Hammond. I don't know if you knew this, Dad. They oh. did not kneel for the national anthem, oh. and uh, a lot of I think they join. They're among uh, those who have not knelt. Um, Demar Derozan, you brought him up, and that's what made me think he doesn't uh, fault them. Of course, no. they are. They stand up for black for Black Lives Matter. But uh, interestingly, they did not kneel. Um, and Jonathan Isaac, as well on the Orlando uh, Magic, he's a black player, and uh, he didn't wear the Black Lives Matter shirt. Um, and he uh, decided to to stand, and he has, of course, he believes in the mission, which he said in his interview, but players having different sort of um, a ways of, of, of conveying the message. And it has been very well known in NBA, you know, showing a montage before the game of the, of the protests. And um, anyway, it's, it's definitely a very powerful statement. Uh, that is it for the end. Oh, you know what? I want to bring this up really quickly. Uh, the NBA players association executive, Michelle Roberts said that if the bubble works out for this year, they could consider it for the 2021 season next year. Dad, do you think, or Jason or dad, well, he's my dad, but Jason, dad, do you think this is going to happen for next year? Do you think there's a chance? Too much unknown. I mean, if if the the cases are going crazy like they are, and if they want to have a season next year, then they will have a bubble. It's proving so far there's there's been no cases. You know, can these players leave their families for six months? I mean, that's the other side of it. I don't think so. So, We'll see. So yeah. far, so good for the NBA. So far, so good thing for the NHL. This bubble idea makes sense. They're being tested like crazy, but will it extend into next year? Yeah. Jeez, I I don't know, but I hope it doesn't go that far. Uh, yeah, me, me too. And, of course, the season's starting in December for next year. So that's, of course, just like five months down the road. Um, I think sure. five months. No, four months. Four months down the road. Oh, man, December yeah. coming up. Um, anyway, though. Um, if you imagine if you're like a family man, like LeBron James with three kids, like not being with your family for a long time or Kyle Lowry, I feel like, I don't know how players are going to do it. I bet players are going to opt out. Um, unless they shorten the season and did it like yeah, premier league idea. style where everybody plays each other once, maybe like 29 game season or just a large tournament. Of course there's a TV deal. I bet a lot of people are watching the games. I haven't checked the ratings, but I bet they're doing really well. But again, as we've seen in the MLB, not doing a bubble is leading to cases and yeah i don't they they have a good system going so far it's only been a couple days but they've been there for a couple like weeks and there's slowly again zero cases every day pretty much and uh it's working well but i don't know if it's gonna happen we're gonna jump into another segment it's called jason's tidbits brand new segment jason has a lot of tidbits dad Sure. Let's little, start just, them. Let's roll through sure, some. Sure, A few little tidbits. Part one of Jason's uh, tidbits. Um, LeBron James. He says he is going to use the phone during the playoffs. I guess most years, once the NBA starts, he does not use his phone. He doesn't do any social uh, media stuff. But he is using his phone. Quite simply, he does want to speak to his family every day. And he needs to have his phone on, phone on in case of emergency. So... LeBron James using a telephone during the playoffs. Yeah, it's definitely a distraction. You know, I I got I recently got Instagram in the past couple of days. It's definitely a distraction. So uh, 
for him to have it, it's good. People like to see what LeBron's doing. He's one of the most followed people on Instagram. And you know what? He wants to keep up with his family. Yeah, like, of I, course. Yeah, I mean, I think it's mostly for family person. I don't know if he's doing Instagram business, but we'll, we'll find out. But uh, hey, anything to distract LeBron so they don't win the championship. Uh, this can only help the he Toronto is Raptors. so focused. He is probably in the zone already. Um, the last always name, Jones. You've got Seth Jones of the Edmonton, sorry, of the um, Nat, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Columbus Blue Jackets. You've got Caleb Jones of the Edmonton Oilers, both NHL teams, and their dad, Popeye Jones. I did spend some time with the Toronto Raptors way back when. He's a, uh, an assistant coach with the Indiana Pacers. So they are all in their own bubbles um, with, with Seth being out in Toronto, Caleb being up in Edmonton. And their and their father being uh, in the uh, in the Florida bubble out at Disney World, so uh, it's just uh, that's interesting. You got three three family members, and they're all in their own bubbles. So we'll they see are. How they continue to uh, see how they'll be kind of fun between and them. Which team which team goes the longest? Yeah, and um, it's seriously all over the continent too. Like 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 they couldn't be more far apart from each other almost. Um, with Edmonton in the west, and then. Florida in the southeast, Toronto in the east. Anyway, you yeah. have one more? Uh, just well, Yeah, we got some more tidbits. I'll just throw one more, and then we'll come back to them. But Mike Weir, yes, our Canadian prior Masters Championship. He is playing this week. Uh, it's the first um, seniors um, golf tournament that's returned. Uh, so this is Mike turning 50 earlier this year. We alluded to that in a previous podcast. But Mike Weir now playing with the seniors. And uh, he's ready to be competitive. I, he's he, the courses are shorter. I think he's feeling like he compete against these. I think a little bit of is the unknown. I believe he's never actually been to a Champions Tour. I read that this he's making his debut. And um, sorry to interrupt. Another player making their debut is Jim Furyk. He just turned fifty, and he's making his debut. In fact, a quick update about that tournament: Jim Furyk just won back the lead. Mike Weir six back of leader Brett Quigley. Yeah. So yeah, tied for twenty second place. So go, Mike Weir. We've cheered you forever and hope you do well in, in the And Dad, seniors. you're like, he's such a big yeah, fan. I, like him. I got Mike Weir. I got a, uh, he's probably one of your favorite athletes. Got a picture of him signed in the basement here. So, yeah. So, again, uh, so we'll come back to that later. Jacob, Just a couple but, meters away from where we are, we have a signed Mike Weir photo. That is one of Dad's prized that's possessions. Right. Um, let's go to another topic. We'll resume to Jason's tidbits part two in just a second. Um, something that I want to discuss is Patrick Mahomes. We just discussed him signing a huge contract and he is now with a the Kansas part City Chiefs. with yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and now he now owns part of the Kansas City Royals. And, uh, it's very interesting. He said, I'm honored to be a part owner of the Kansas City Royals. I love this city and the people of this great town. This opportunity allows me to deepen my roots in this community which is something I'm excited to do. Uh, it's, you know, you rarely see players that young. The guy's 24 years old, um, and now he owns part of a baseball team. I don't know how much. And uh, interesting, his dad played Major League Baseball for a few teams, not for Kansas City. Um, but again, this guy has taken off. Like, wow. First season, he basically, I think he started um, in 2017, like one game or played one game. But in 2018, led the league in touchdowns. And this year, he wins a Super Bowl and it's like second full season. So this guy is just dominating the headlines. Um, so good for him. Uh, Dad, you have something that you have about Patrick Mahomes that you yeah, want to say. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Donald of the Rams, and uh, and Patrick uh, Mahomes, and, and uh, Baltimore Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson. If you had to rank those four players, 
Um, who would you have first, Me? second, third, fourth? Uh, sure, I can throw it out at you. Sure. This was ESPN had the top 100 and then the rankings for the top 100 in the NFL. And like based in general or based on last season? This is in general, present speaking. This is how they are going the into the 2020 season. I'll, I'll just repeat the names. I, I, some of our readers, some of our listeners, they can rank them too. But in no specific order, we just spoke about Patrick Mahomes. There's Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. We got Aaron Donald of the of Los Angeles Rams, my team. And, uh, and of course, uh, and the say, I shouldn't say, uh, Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. I think very quickly, if I had to rank them, now it's really, really tricky. Mahomes looked really good. And I know that, you know, it could have, there were, there was a, there, they were down in a playoff game, so they could have easily not won the Super Bowl. I think Mahomes would be number one. Uh, number two would probably be uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, number three would be um, Aaron Donald. And number four I got is Lamar Jackson. He just needs another season to prove himself. If he continues to play at the level he's played, MVP level, wins the MVP as a candidate, he would be the number one. But he just needs some more time. Um, Aaron Donald, you know, has been a veteran yeah. in the league. What about you? I, I think I agree with your order. Again, I think you, again, just to repeat, you had. Um, Mahomes number one, yep. number two Russell Wilson, Aaron Donald three, number four Lamar Jackson. Yep. The actual order. This is according to ESPN. I mean, do they really know more than you or I? Yes, or, uh, they def- I definitely. Yeah, anyhow, more than me. Of, more than me. It's least. a bunch of different opinions, but uh, anyhow, they had Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson number one. Uh, again, he was the reigning NFL MVP, and number two was uh, Seattle quarterback Russell Wilson. Number three Aaron Donald, and number four was the Kansas City Royals owner, Patrick Mahomes. Owner. So, so a, little, a little switcheroo from one and four. Again, these are just opinions. If you guys want to share, if you all want to share your order with us, you can tweet us at the house sports. Um, so that's something. Yeah. Um, anyway, we, dad, do you have enough? Do you want to go back to Jason's tidbits part two? Sure, we can. Um, the Miami Marlins are presently not playing baseball because they've had, I think, 18 COVID cases. This is unfortunate, and the uh, they're they're taking a hiatus to to heal here. But in fact, this is interesting. They are leading their division right now with the highest win percentage. Let's take a look at the MLB standings, and they are in fact leading their division with a two in one record. Yeah, so they're 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 resting this weekend, um, as is several other teams, including uh, our Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Rob Manfred today said, we are playing, but players need to be better. The play, the, the league, I agree. I mean, the, the players, they need to stay home. They can't be going to the bars. They're not in the bubble. They got to wear their masks. Everybody's spitting left, right, and center on the field. They're not supposed to. They're doing high fives. I don't know if they're hugging or they're hugging after home runs, but they need to distance. Otherwise, the league's going to be shut down. If not tomorrow, the next week or two weeks, will they actually get through? Well, Miami is showing that they that, that that's, might not be happening. Um, sorry, we have a correction. Miami, I'm sorry. I looked at this yesterday. They're now in second place. They have a higher percentage over the Atlanta Braves, but um, they are in second place with a 2-1 and one record. I don't know how it's all going to work. It's pretty weird because teams have already played a game. Marlins have played three. And, and just, and just I guess, not just Miami, the Philadelphia Phillies have missed seven games. The Yankees, four games. The Orioles, four. The Blue Jays, three. The Nationals, three. The Cardinals, one. The Brewers, one. There's a whole bunch of teams. I think if we add it all up, twenty percent of Major League Baseball teams are not playing this weekend. So yeah, it's it's not good. You we're know? only a weekend, but maybe they'll learn from their mistakes. I'm an optimist, so let let's not um, give up on Major League Baseball just yet. Uh, just going back to the Miami Marlins, um, has anybody seen uh, Derek Jeter on Seinfeld before? I've seen every episode. At least I thought I had uh, maybe two or three or four or five times. But the other day I was watching. In a 1996 
episode had 22-year-old Derek Jeter and teammate Bernie Williams on, on Seinfeld. Um, so check that out. Um, if you're a Seinfeld uh, fan, uh, go back and check that uh, episode out. I meant to show that to my uh, colleague here, my son Jacob, but uh, we'll have to rewind that. So that's just a, it's probably you, it's probably on YouTube. That's somewhere. just a that's a, just a did you know? I think most people know that Hernandez of the New York Mets was on a Seinfeld, but how many people know? that Bernie Williams and Derek Jeter were also on Seinfeld. That's pretty interesting, um, especially if you watch it then versus now. Imagine watching it and being like, wow, look at this rookie. Or, was he a rookie during the time? Uh, he was a rookie, I think. So imagine like watching it and being like, oh, wow, Derek Jeter. Like, Look at him as a rookie and look at him now. Like, Look at his legacy that he has um, submitted for himself. Yeah. Um. We have, or do you want to finish your tidbits? Uh, we can come back. We got a few more. Yeah, we, we can take it from here. Okay. So in the, in the house sports on a Saturday so afternoon. I just want to say something. First of all, I was watching JaVale McGee's vlogs. Again, incredible. He's made another one. Even in fact, there was like a birthday. They celebrated somebody's birthday at a birthday party. I'm still yet to watch it. There are other players, in fact, doing these vlogs. I've told you about Matthias Thibel of the Philadelphia 76ers. He's a rookie on their, their team. He's doing a vlog. But one thing that I thought would be cool is I am I am a uh, <laughs> sorry. We just heard the water bottle sound effect. Kind of distracting. Carry on. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am a lifeguard, and um, I saw there the players were swimming in Javale McGee's vlog, and I thought, how cool would it be if there if to be the lifeguard? I mean, like you know, watching these players, I mean, like oh, I my job today. I was hanging out with Kyle Kuzma, Javale McGee, Dwight Howard. I don't, know, I don't think we'll saving lives. Them. Saving, I don't know if they need it. More just like, could you imagine like talking to them and like being in the bubble? Like it'd be cool, I think, to be working in the bubble. Well, I don't know. It'd be pretty high pressure and, you know, a lot of, you know, stress because they don't want anybody, staff, anybody to get COVID. And But it would be, it'd be pretty cool. So I was watching that and I was like, how interesting would it be to be in the bubble working? It would be one interesting job, especially if you were just, you know, working in Disney World and you have this whole different topic um so yeah anyway one thing dad you can go back to your thing but we have a segment that i'm we're going to discuss a requested segment our first ever requested segment of into house sports but anyway what do you oh okay okay so okay uh we've got toronto raptors basketball tonight we don't want to forget about that the raptors are playing against the los angeles lakers the raptors are right now the number two seed in the east um i would much rather than in the first round be playing the Brooklyn Nets than the Orlando Magic, but right now it's looking like or Ma- Orlando, I think, and Orlando. Jake, we know the players on that team. They're they are a pretty darn good team. They're so, a good team. Uh, they got Raptors are a good team too. But uh, yeah, who do they got? Tell us. They got a bunch of different players. Of course, you know Nikola Vucevic, and then a veteran point guard and DJ Augustine. Of course, Aaron Gordon, who sure. is coming into uh, his own with a great, you know, he's he's really he's really maturing. Um, as, as a player. And I agree with you. I think that Brooklyn, especially without a bunch of players, I know they have Karis LeVert and, and Jared Allen and a bunch of other players, but I yeah. feel like getting Brooklyn is going to be a lot easier um, than getting a team like Orlando, um, Orlando or Phil, or for Phil, sure. Yeah. I think any of those teams, but they're, unless, unless Wash, I don't think Washington has a chance either. Both of those teams are just, yeah, you know, no next, good. they're looking towards next year. And Philadelphia looks, I think they're going to be the lock for the number six seed in the East, but Toronto, uh, I'm going to come out as a good team, and they're going to be powerful. They have some good momentum. They got a lot of depth, and I think that they, I think they're going to uh, really do well in their comeback, starting with tonight against LeBron and the Lakers. The Raptors will win today. We'll talk about that more next week. But 
Again, they're just finishing off the regular season. There'll be a lot more NBA to talk about uh, in, in future 10 days or two weeks when the actual playoffs go. But let's go Raptors, the defending champions. We'll continue to cheer them on. And that takes us to uh, um, just a little bit about the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, they're three wins, four losses. Again, this weekend, they are not playing. I thought they had a good first week, especially their starting pitcher. Some of their bullpen guys um, struggled. Yamaguchi struggled big time. And Sam Gavilo, I think that's how you say it. He got sent down Gavig- to their minor. I think so. it's Sam Gaviglio or something. That's it, Sam Gaviglio. He got sent down to the uh, the minors today. I think he, too, is struggling. Um, so those two guys, Yamaguchi and Gabigaligio. Gaviglio. Uh, but their starting pitchers have been really, really we good. We got some. I am a little bit concerned about Vladimir Guerrero because he's either hitting singles or trying to hit it over the fence. Um, how many home runs was he? What he what is he supposed to get? I mean, it's a shortened season. I'm not sure he's going to be getting the home runs that his dad had or anywhere close. He's still young, but I'm a little bit we've got a little we, bit concerned. We've got a bit of you know random, complete other related topic. We got some water bottle issues today. We've got Dad's water bottle, which is making noises. My water bottle trying to take a sip, and it is absolutely spilling water all over the place. So we're having some water bottle issues. Might need a lifeguard. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, but it is making a bit of a mess, so uh, that's what we're dealing with. You here. wanted to talk about your. Uh, I want to talk about a requested subject. Uh, we also have one, of course, Ralph Gurvich. Thank you so much for. Um, we're going to be getting to this in a couple weeks. We're going to be discussing a bunch of teams and sports and names. Are they appropriate, or are they not? But today we're going to discuss we'll do, a quick one. So Ralph Gurvich, being my dad, your grandfather. Yeah. Do you want to just say briefly what he was talking? He about? was going to talk about. We're going to go through a bunch of teams. For example, Kansas City Chiefs. Is that an appropriate name? Um, even like Cleveland Indians. Yeah, of course. So we're going to discuss all these names. Other teams, of course, like, you know, there's going to be teams like the Calgary Flames, uh, the Edmonton Oilers that are, you know, fine names. But we want to discuss some names and we'll look into the history. One thing that I want to discuss, though, is Michael Switzer. He wanted to discuss a very interesting and um, a, a subject you might take for granted in sports, and that is crowd noise. So back when soccer was starting, because they were basically the first team sport to resume, they were using, FIFA was using noises from EA Sports. Um, but it was interesting because some streaming services such services such as DAZN or channels such as Sky Sports in Europe, um, as the viewer, you have the option of turning it on or off. And really interesting, I don't know if you knew this, Dad, is that for specific matches, so let's say Chelsea, uh, Chelsea sorry, was facing Manchester United, at Old Trafford, that's where the Man United play, they would have specific noises from Old Trafford and specific crowd noises for when Chelsea was playing Manchester United. So it's like, this is, so the fan will like, you know, they're making it as regular as for the fan. Um, But honestly, are you a fan of crowd noises? Because there's two sides of looking at it. Like, okay, like the bad side, like it's not real, it's fake noise. Like they're playing these sound effects or is it good because it enhances it for the viewer? It enhances it for the player. What side are you on? Are you on side, uh, I like fan noise, or side, this is some fake stuff? I, I think just the way you described it, I would go with choice B. I think it enhances uh, versus just silence and just hearing running shoes squeak up and down and maybe a few square words along like that. It's all new to me. I'm enjoying watching it and some of the uh, – the video in the basketball of the fans getting up and what do they, what do you call those videos of the fans? So basically like they're doing something with Microsoft where you can, you know, send in your fan picture and like the fans can watch the game. Yeah, I guess totally. Thing. And one thing, sorry, I do like the new camera views for the NBA as well. Me too. Love them. We were discussing that I think earlier. Like I remember we were discussing that in a previous podcast, 
Um, one thing that I, two things that I noticed more are players talking a lot more. You can hear like, you know, so much discussion. It gets totally overlooked when there's fans and other things. And another thing that I've noticed are it's all the squeaking from the shoes. So yeah. two things I've noticed. Yeah. So the, do you like the sounds? Do you like the enhancement of the, do uh, I like it? Um, versus, I, versus silence. I think, I think it's good. I like, I don't think they've overdone it, but if a player scores a dunk, you know, you'd be able to hear the teammates, but if you want to have like a, that's what you got to kind of have. And I think like the defense chant, like nobody's saying defense. No, yeah. not the, the teammates aren't going to say that, but to have like a nice defense overlaying. And of course the NBA having crowd music, uh, it's going to be interesting. Interesting to see what the or players, music, sorry. Interesting to see what the players have to say about it. Does it, do they even hear the sounds? They're so focused on their game. Do they hear it? Do they get helps or hinders? But uh, this is all new for them and us as a viewer on TV from home. So um where we, we want to talk about NHL quick predictions or where we at? We can just shout out the Canadian teams. Jacob, we got uh, Edmonton and Chicago. Sounds good. Let's talk about it while we wrap up the show. Who do I got? Edmonton, Chicago. Well, an update would be great. Edmonton, Chicago. Let's look that up right now in hockey. We got Pittsburgh, Montreal, and the other Canadian team is Vancouver. Currently five, five to two against. You know, I don't think Edmonton, their fans would be too happy if they got eliminated. Who do I got? I don't know. They're, the game's already started. I, right now, I have Chicago, sure. I guess. But sure, this is a good Edmonton Oilers team. Vancouver, the NHL. Vancouver, Minnesota, I can see that game going five. Montreal, Pittsburgh, I can see that going Pittsburgh's favor, uh, yeah. favorite. Maybe three games. I agree. I think Price is well overrated. He was good for the... Uh, I think he was well. I think he was an Olympian, maybe what four or eight or twelve years ago. But they still, twelve years later, they still say he's number one choice to be Canada. Anyway, starting next week, us golf fans, the first major of the golf year, 2020, the PGA Championship taking place from San Francisco. I'm really excited. Um, yeah. Do you have any predictions? I don't want to make predictions for golf because I just like to let it flow. Do you have a winner? No, I don't have a winner. I, no I, prediction. I, no, no. Yeah, my prediction is that. Well, Tiger Woods make the cut quickly. Tiger Woods will make the cut, and a Canadian will win. Oh, wow. Sure. Bold predictions. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next house. week.